Loops, Diary of an Indie Band. Episode 34. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. Let's do this. Back at it. This is take two, and I got the all right, all right in. You did. You I did. Know. That's right. It's good. It's good. All right. Yeah. We're back. I'm excited. You seem like you're in a really good mood. I'm in a really good mood. It's almost Christmas, man. It's almost Christmas. Yeah. I was doing a bunch of final shopping today. Are yeah. your shopping done? Almost. It sucks because I'm going to have to go out on like a Saturday. Yeesh. Yeah. Yeesh. I'm going to be out for three hours for 15 minutes like it would normally take. Are you done Alina stuff? No. Your mouth's Alina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's discuss what you're getting for Alina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Alina, Alina will find out soon enough. She'll find out in a couple days. So That's we're right. filming this and uh, recording this podcast and filming it for YouTube um, a couple days before Christmas. Yep. This should be out on Tuesday. Yep. Boxing Day. And this episode is, now that we're officially back, we did our recap episode. Now we're going to get into the swing of things. So this yeah. is our first episode with a guest. Yep. And our guest is Anita Hamilton. Woo! I like this interview. It was really good. It was a really great interview. Are yeah. you kidding me? Because we had met her. We'd known her a few times. She'd come out to like open mics and stuff. We knew her enough, obviously, to invite her to be like our special guest for New Year's Eve. Yeah. But getting to actually know like her backstory, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I actually enjoyed just uh, talking to her as a country musician and we're both really kind of really liking country music and the songs, but making it our oh, own, right? Like there's been a big, especially the last couple of years. I agree. Right. We've gone totally from just kind of just doing like acoustic covers of you know, Tennessee whiskey or landslide, um, which I guess landslide isn't. I mean, I, I, I wasn't going to say that it wasn't, but it's country but, enough. Yeah. I mean, Dixie chicks made a super famous country, right? That's so right. It's yeah. very kind of hybrid. Mm -hmm. Um, but to like actually doing like last night and these like really cool Morgan songs, um, something in the orange, yeah. like these really cool covers that are like that guy last night when we played the show at Predator Ridge yeah. was like blown away when he asked for something in the orange, but oh, the way yeah. we did it with like all the harmonies and we make it our own, right? It's so unique. It feels like its own. It feels like an acoustic pop song, exactly. but it's country, but it doesn't feel too foreign that they're yeah. like, whoa, this is not what I asked for. Yeah, exactly. And it's always that fine balance with us, right? Like we don't want to go too far one way or another because then maybe people would start assuming that we're just a country band. And we're not right? trying to be posers. You no. Know, that's a big thing for us, right? Exactly. It took us a few years. We talked about it last episode about just finding our identity yeah. um, and knowing like we're acoustic pop. This is our what we do. This is our sound. Yeah. But having the confidence to know what we are while still enjoying other music and, right. and influences. Of and course. I think that's awesome. Like yeah. This is 2023. Music is like just this homogenous mix of styles anyways like it exactly. really is yeah right? it's hard just to be one specific genre like especially like with i mean pop in general but i mean with country as well like oh yeah it's hard just to be straight country and nothing else right yeah. and credit to anyone that just sticks right to their genre as well i respect that just as much if that's what your thing is oh just course. know your lane we've always said but i mean guys like little nas x getting on the country charts yeah and having that be major controversy yeah but then be blowing up and being huge right yeah. because of it so um, yeah, I think it's fun and talking to her, it was cool kind of learning like her kind of backstory and how she started out in R and B music. Exactly. Country kind of called her. Yeah. I think that was super neat. So yeah. We won't give away obviously the everything interview. about Go, the interview, yeah. but yeah, I mean we'll it's, listen. It's an awesome interview. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to everyone uh, hearing that and letting us know what you think. Yeah. Um after you listen, you know, check out her song as well too. We talk about it at the end, obviously. But yeah. Fifty Go, yard line. Yeah, go listen to that, stream it. Um, and tag us in like Instagram stories and stuff. If you do be like, Hey, yeah, I found Anita Hamilton on, on loops, diary of an yeah. indie band. Go check out the episode. Cause I think it's really cool. It's nice. And we were not hesitant. I don't want to say, but we were like, is this going to be a successful way to kind of transition the podcast a little bit? In right. 24. Yeah. So it was really nice to kind of see how smoothly that kind of went. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it gives, I mean, we already know, but I mean like we've got so much already planned for 2024 with different artists and um, I don't want to say like music industry execs or whatever, but we've got some like producers and we got stuff like that. People Ooh. within our grasp. Yeah, exactly. And as our grasp grows, we'll hopefully have execs and people that are higher up. Exactly. But right now there are people within our circle and some of them have a lot more influence than we would have even been That's dealing right. with a couple of years ago. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, the Kevin from Livex kind of people, right? Like those Yeah, kind of people, exactly. Right? Um, but I mean, we have some episodes. We're going to be doing two more eps. We're recording on Thursday. Yep. I'm looking forward right. to that. Um, with a couple friends of ours that do music down in Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, one of which actually helped us out with the world record day. So that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to recording those. We play 
our second ever headlining downtown Vancouver show. That's right. Next Thursday, by the way. So that'll be Thursday, December 28th. So a couple of days after you're probably, if you're hearing this when it first comes out, yeah. um, Christmas week, you'll uh, you'll still have time to get tickets if you're hearing yeah. this and you're in Vancouver. Exactly. So go get them. Well, I think, I mean, I can't say for sure that they're not sold out at that point, mm-hmm. but go to our Instagram. Links are in the bio. Yeah. Um, same we'd thing. love to see some of you. And same for New Year's. Same thing for New Year's. Exactly. With, uh, with Anita that we're doing this interview with. And we also touch on this in else? the podcast. Who else, though? We've got two other openers for that day. So there's going to be four total acts for New, New Year's New, Eve. This is new news. That's since right. Our last episode. So we are super excited that we've got Heavy J. Oh, yeah. Heavy J. Jalen yeah. is He's a local name. rapper. He's a local rapper. He's absolutely phenomenal. He's got new material every single week when he comes. So literally, so, like it's incredible. Yeah, he's he's awesome. How many, honestly, how many new songs do you think he's he's played for us and performed at open mic over the last couple months. Oh, I'd say at least over a dozen. Yeah, yeah. Easily Easy. over a dozen. Which is impressive. He's very That's, prolific. And sometimes he's like, I wrote these two this week. Like, yeah. Well, and he like makes his beats himself and like he gets his like friends and his brother and stuff like that yeah. to help him out. So he, he he's quite original. Yeah, I like him a lot. And yeah. he's a good dude. And he's a great dude. He's the thing with both of them. And we'll talk about the other guy in a second. But with uh, with Heavy J, like he's very humble. He wants to work on his craft. He just reminds me so much of us in 2019. Like he's looking for any opportunity he can get. He was so motivated and excited to like try to to win because we did like a little contest mm-hmm. to see over over two open mic nights in a row. Yeah, you know we're gonna pick two people to open for us. They're each gonna get you know three songs. Yeah, um, and he was like so stoked just by the opportunity to be a part of the of night. Course. So I really respect and appreciate that because I remember having that you know you're starting out and you're just stoked for any opportunity, but you know, you're oh, going to try to crush it. And I know yeah. he's got that fire in his belly mm-hmm. and he wants to be great. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Like that's Absolutely. awesome. Um, and then the other guy, Malik, Malik, Malik Manhattan is his name. Cool backstory as well. He actually went to school with Alina. That's right. Did he not? Yeah. yeah. And our friend B. Yep. Yeah. Um, so shout out B shout out Alina. That's wherever right. You are wherever you're listening <laughs> to this right now. Um, He's awesome. So he awesome. stumbled upon yeah. our open mic night way before this contest. Yeah. A um, couple weeks into it. And he's just super, super talented. He, Crazy he's, talented. He's cool. He's he's what I would be. I think we've discussed this. He's what I would be if I wasn't loops. Right. Like, it would be the next best thing for right. me. Yeah. Right? Not saying yeah. that his ceiling is even higher than ours for all we know. But mm-hmm. for me, it would be like if I, if I put more time into guitar and it would just be me playing guitar, but singing like kind of like R and B versions of songs. songs yeah. Right. Like that's kind of the soul. And yeah, that's yeah. kind of the vibe that he does. So it'd be like, if Kevin was a solo artist, that's kind of what he reminds Down me that of. Avenue. Yeah. I think it's why I like it so much. Yeah. I, I relate yeah. with it. I like his style. Mm-hmm. He does cool versions of songs. Um, mm-hmm. We've heard a few of his originals are really good. They are. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's super, super talented. And same thing. He's really humble, though. He knows he's still building things up. Mm-hmm. And he's really eager to be a part of the the show and open up. For he is. Us. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's going to be Heavy J at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Um, doors will be at 730. Um, we'll do Heavy J for three songs. Yeah. Um, short little break. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll get Malik up. Malik Manhattan. Yeah. And uh, Malik will come up and he'll uh, he'll do three songs. Yeah. Another short little break. And then Anita will come up. Um, so that'll probably be in that ahead. window of like 8.45 to 9. And she'll do 40, probably about 8.45, I'm guessing, by that point. When she starts? Yeah. Yeah, about 8.45 to about 9.30. Yeah, yeah. it will, will be, we'll her, be set. her set. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, then, uh, and then, yeah, there'll be a short, short break. And then we're going to come up and we'll play through till 11. Yeah. We might even get Anita up to sing a song together or something. That yeah. Through or something or at the end or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then it's just, yeah. At that point, it's, you know, enjoy New Year's Eve like everybody exactly. else. Exactly. Hopefully it's packed. It's busy. There's 80 yeah. pre-sales. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a really awesome show. I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. So this portion, as we lead in our intro, we won't be too long, obviously, because we don't yeah. want the whole episode just being us talking. We have yeah. a whole interview coming up, but obviously we're, um, you know, we're candid and we talk. So. Let's discuss. We're we're the main event. We're the headliners of a show mm-hmm. with good talent, and we're still figuring out when tickets because we haven't sold out yet. We thought we would sell out by now, mm-hmm. and we haven't sold a ton of tickets yet. Yeah. And I don't think it's a, a, a representation of us or whatever. But 
it's frustrating me. So what are, yeah. your, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think that, I mean, we've obviously talked about this, just you and I behind closed doors before. So I just don't think we're doing, I mean, we can cut this out if you want. We can edit this out. But I don't yeah. think we're doing like service to the podcast by not being candid about something like this. That's not a bad thing. It's not yeah. a matter of, I well, that's, that's I the what reality heard, of what I've heard. Nobody's really sell, sold yeah. tickets yet for anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's, that's what I'm hearing as well. So it's, it's the reality of the, the music industry in general, right? We've had this conversation with Kevin from Live Axe yeah. recently, right? Where it's just a completely different world. People are very last minute nowadays. Even we saw this last year when we played out in Nanaimo, mm-hmm. right? Where nobody really bought their tickets until two days before New Year's. And that was with obviously Cameron in his hometown. So yeah. he had a little bit more weight to that show. Yeah, that's right, actually. Yeah, you did point that out too. And I forgot about that too. Yeah, like so we did. There right? was, and we had that still going for, even though it was a short minute show because we talked about it on the podcast yeah. last year. Um, I mean, yeah, there was, it went from like, a few tickets trickling in mm-hmm. the week of yeah. to like an explosion in the last couple of days. It was, so, it was the last like three days where it finally picked up. So I guess frustration isn't the right word because I'm not yeah. frustrated. I'm no. more just like, I think we got, I was really excited just to be like, hey, we're doing a we pre-sale, yeah, like exactly. early, early yeah. bird price. Yeah. We're going to sell this out by Christmas. And I yeah. think that was just naivety on my behalf because mm. like you pointed out, people have Christmas stuff they got to pay for first they're before they buy their New Year's tickets. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, I mean, like even just talking to you and I right now, like if we weren't playing a New Year's show, I wouldn't be looking at getting tickets necessarily for another one. Yeah. Especially if I haven't already gotten Alina for Christmas present by now. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I and that's 50% of us right here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand where people are very last minute. They might not make that decision until next week. Right. Mm-hmm. Or people are like, hey, I didn't really realize until you guys put this clip up on Instagram and all the other clips that you had promoting New Year's didn't really, you know, catch the algorithm or whatever. Right. So I think that it's important to always recognize it. Think about what we can do to keep on pushing forward, right. Mm -hmm. Without losing, you know, momentum in ourselves and, you know, faith that it's going to be an awesome night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I think that that's always in the back of my mind. That's like, we're not in panic mode just quite yet. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's, like on the burner, it's like, okay, that's, that's starting to boil over. Well, because if you want, you, you want to sell out early, so there's no stress. Of right? course. And we, we put a lot of thought into the price that we offered. We wanted to be competitive with everybody else downtown. Yeah. And no disrespect to you. God, I, I doubt even anyone's even would be listening that's dealing with their own, they have their own mm-hmm. worlds. But if anybody was involved in any other show, no even disrespect to any of your shows locally around Kamloops, but like we're offering a unique show. That's a fact. Yeah. What we're offering is different than what anybody else is offering That's on right. New Year's, period. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's the Grotto Downtown is has the band forum. They're awesome. Band, absolutely. They're there every month. Absolutely. But they're also offering a band that you can go see in January. Other right? places they've got their DJs. They it's have like DJs. Cool. And DJs stuff, are, and that's cool. are awesome. And there's gonna be a DJ at Commodore exactly. later on in the night. So it's it's not a knock on that. It's it's that this is a unique show. We're the it's only different. ones offering us yeah. what we do, which is special as it is, and we yeah. know people around the region realize that because we won those awards. Yeah. In addition to what we know we offer. Yeah. Anita is like a rising star, like a rising country performer mm-hmm. that's got a good rep for herself and she's different and she's got a cool style. Of course. We got, and then we have Malik and, and Heavy J, right? So it's like we're offering kind of the whole experience over the night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that might also be why some people are just like, I know where I'm going, so I'm just not going to buy it yet because I got to wait till after Christmas. Like people might already right. have their minds made up. Oh, yeah, exactly. they're coming to the yeah. show. Right? Yeah. I mean, like even if we look at our uh, Facebook event, I mean, our Facebook event, has a good amount of traction that's getting like people's responses, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, sometimes there might be a hundred people who say that they're interested, and then only twenty show up yeah. or something like that. That might happen in this like scenario again. But I mean, if people are even seeing it and it's catching the algorithm, it's catching whatever else that people can look forward to this later on. Yeah, right. Then I don't think. Like I said, we're in panic mode just quite No, yet. no, not at all. Not at all. That being said, if you are listening um, and it's the week of, honestly, even if you're just on and you're a supporter, you're listening to our podcast, yeah. go on Facebook, share the event to yeah. you know the people in your in your world, your bubble. Yeah. Um, and then before we kind of wrap up our little intro and go to Anita as well, I sh- uh, it's my mission to discuss this every pod. Um, I'm on just a, a single-minded mission to get Last Goodbye streams mm-hmm. and get out there. 
we've built up over the last couple weeks. It's been um, awesome. We've like tripled the amount of like monthly listeners. Yeah. And it's not a huge amount for us. It's very no. humble beginnings. But I don't even mind saying the numbers now. I'm not going to be ashamed of it because we're working. Each person is a person that took time to listen to our song. Yeah. So we went from like 30 to like 100. Yeah. And or just shy. And I'm like, I'm working hard to get to that point. Right. And I'd be right. going on threads and sharing our song to like. Yeah. New threads discussions off of Instagram where people are like, hey. You musicians of threads, share me your Spotify links. Let me listen. And I'm, mm-hmm. but I'm writing like comments that actually have like substance to them, not just right. posting the link. Yeah. So it's time consuming, but it's clearly working. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm, it's really helping me realize that much more. What we've talked about, we talked about it last episode. Yeah. So like anyone listening, you listening once is, is helpful and it's appreciated. Mm-hmm. You sharing it with your friends being like, Hey, this is my old friend, Kevin from grade school, or this is, my buddy John that I worked with at Starbucks, you know, five years ago, mm-hmm. like put a personal story, take 10 seconds of your day and then share it on a post. And honestly, exactly. you, you, I, if you have, te- if we share it with 10 people, but those 10 people that listen for each of us, they share it with 10 people out of their circle. Mm-hmm. And those 10 people share it with their 10 people. That's it. It just stops there. That's already like a thousand streams. Like right the, it adds up so fast because yeah. it spreads. Exactly. Right? It's exponential growth for the streams. And that's how it has to happen. So Agreed. Totally um, agree. I don't want to be like a broken record, but no, if, but if people that's are invested thing. in our story, if, then we need help. We can't do yeah, it alone. We can't exactly. do it alone. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. And if people are listening to this, hopefully you're already listening to Last Goodbye because it, if you're listening to an hour long podcast why would you not be listening to, song? Listen to i don't think you're listening all time but song. yeah maybe it's on a playlist right? right yeah exactly but here's the thing i didn't know this stuff until we lived it right you didn't know this until we lived it yeah um content like you've been getting amazing content lately i mm-hmm. literally just saw another post today about 45 minutes ago when i was in the lineup at costco and i'm like new post people are responding to this nice. new post and i'm like oh john must put a new post i watch okay, it and yeah. i'm like this i told you right i'm like man this is awesome like i was yeah. blown away by how good it was awesome yeah but that's like, that's experience. That's reps. Of course. Yeah, to get exactly. to the level where these are really good. And they seem, they don't seem out of place compared to like the pros or the people who have millions of followers. That's, that's right. That's the difference. Oh right? yeah, exactly. And, but that comes with time. So circling back, like we know these things, the people that are in our circle that support us, they don't realize maybe how important it is to share our music with other people. Yeah. So other people realize it's really good too. Oh, of course. So given everybody benefited out, I don't think it's a matter of people not wanting to support. They just may not outright realize mm-hmm. the value of doing that. Yeah. So if you don't know that, we appreciate it more than words. It would more be the ultimate words, Christmas exactly. present to us Yeah. to share last goodbye with everyone you know. That's true. Yeah. That would be above and beyond for us. And like you were saying, it goes so, so, so far for ourselves and our career and where we want to be one day. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Hands down. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. I like it. I think that that was a great intro. Yeah. And, and I think uh, that anything else you want to talk about before our next uh, before we come back and see everyone again for our next episode. I guess the next time next step will be after New Year's. So yeah, if you're listening, right to this, after, hopefully probably. your Christmas yeah. was good. Yeah. Enjoy New Year's. If you haven't Absolutely. got your tickets, get them. Um, and uh, if it's not here, if you're somewhere else, you know, engage with us on social media. Tell us where you're going to New Year's. Yeah, you know, um, and enjoy this uh, this interview with Anita Hamilton. All right, peace, peace. So cheers, by the way. We didn't even get cheers, to do a cheers guys. yet, cheers. guys. There we go. Now. Oh, yeah. Now we are off and rolling. A Jagger cheers, of course, as is tradition. I miss the tap. I know. It's okay. You still have a little Got ways excited. to go. It's less, like- it's less of a shot, though, and obviously just like a sip. You, you just know? sip it's on like, a it's sip. Just, it's, uh, it's good, though. You know what, though? It's You can tell who the true artists are, the ones that don't even hesitate. Yeah. Like, the ones that aren't <laughs> even like, oh, that's Al- gross. Alina was like, Jagger? And you're like, I will have one too, please. I will have yeah. one Didn't too. even hesitate. Exactly. Was like, it wasn't even a head. Yeah. Can oh, I mix no. it with something? She's like, no, no. Jagger on the ice. <laughs> Classic. Thank you. Well, Classic. Chef's kiss. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Cool. Not even a moment to think about it. Absolutely. Exactly. That's yeah. right. It's already on your lips before you can even put two and two together. It's a Monday night. It's like Frank the Tank. It feels so good when it hits your lips. <laughs> exactly. There we go. It's a Monday night. That's right. It is a Monday night. Yeah, there we go. Did you have to work today? I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's five o'clock somewhere. I was off at four. Yeah. Trooper. Yep. Band rehearsal. rehearsal after. Yeah. And yeah, I came here and then we're going to go scout some acts. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Something well, pretty big is happening. Yeah. Why don't we tell you what we're doing? Let's do it, man. So what's going on? Um, we're going to be doing the uh, the New Year's Eve show with you. Yeah. Um, so between Loops and uh, our special guest, Anita Hamilton, who is here right now. Anita, say hello to everyone listening. Hey, everyone. It's nice to be here. Yeah. Excited. And um, 
yeah, tonight is uh, it. By the time you hear this, this will be long past. But long gone. Long we're gone. Uh, we're actually scouting out over the last two Mondays at the open mic show. We're scouting out a couple, one or two acts to open for us. Yeah. So they're open for us, but they'll also open for Anita. Um, the show starts at eight o'clock. Doors open at seven thirty, and yeah, we're gonna have either one act that will do you know three, four, five songs, or two acts that will do two, three each. And uh, my thought, we kind of talked about this, but it's good content for us talking on the podcast. Is um, basically we're looking for a couple acts that they 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 could use the exposure that being on a show that's headlined by us, headlined by you. Yeah, um, we'll bring them. They're probably people that maybe haven't even played a paying gig before, but mm-hmm. they're good enough that they can hold their own, and they're not going to embarrass themselves or us yeah, with a hundred hundred people there. Show. Yeah. So I mean, exactly. I know no different than you probably. We'll get you to tell a lot of stories about yourself and stuff, but I know we with all us, had our first show. That's, that's right, exactly. Yeah. We all started somewhere four, four years half, ago, over four years now. Yeah, well over. Yeah. Four. We would have been stoked to have that kind of opportunity, exactly. just to, yeah. especially on New Year's. I had an opportunity like that. Right, my first shows was it actually? Yeah, Yeah. first I wasn't paid for it, but my first time really performing, it was actually cover songs that I ended up doing. But it was with a band, and we played Roxy or not Roxy. I'm gonna go play Roxy. We played Gabby's Country Cabaret in Langley. Oh, cool! Before it got torn down, so nice. It's really cool to be on that. What was it like? What was the very first show that he did? Like, yeah, tell us. Wow! Really? Really? Slammed. That is not normal. No, that's not normal. Packed for you or packed for packed in general? Like we were at capacity. There was a line out the door. Nice. They brought me on for I think three or four songs. Okay, cool. And they'd been playing for two hours before, and then I came on in their third set out of four sets. Oh, wow! They're playing all night long. That's so perfect too, because the stage is already nice and warm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like everybody's already into it and whatever else, right? Yeah, but they're not tired. They're not. You're not, and you're not having the pressure or the weight of like headlining and closing the show down when it's your first show. Exactly. So was it like, just you and your guitar? No, it was. They backed me up, so we rehearsed in advance. And then oh, nice. They were my entire band. Nice. Right, How long of a cool. set did you do? I did four songs. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, actually, that's perfect. That is very that's similar awesome. to like what yeah. our winners that's are going to do thinking, for this competition. Very similar to this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really really cool because like we were kind of talking about, not a lot of people get those kind of opportunities, and yeah. especially nowadays, it's hard to kind of come across, especially in cam loops. It's hard to find. Mm acts to join up with or somebody who you can trust to like bring a crowd into a show right so for these artists obviously we're we're not saying you know throw in the towel and just yeah be happy to come on out but it's really cool for them to experience a a big show like to actually feel like a superstar for like five minutes or something right for sure i mean the plan is obviously we're going to be obviously uh, selling out the show exactly we hope to have between pre-sales and walk-ups yeah um you know close to 100 people there mm-hmm. so for them i mean obviously we're telling them to like hey you know bring uh bring a few people we're yep. expecting that you're going to pull your weight a little bit <laughs> if you're if you're going to be opening exactly yeah. um yeah. and i think part of that's it honestly even if we we already have the whole lady ticket sold and they don't they don't they can't bring anybody at the end of the day i think it's just good it's good practice for them to feel 100%. like hey any show is a give and take between the artist and the promoter, right? Yeah. And the venue itself. So there is responsibility no matter who you are to like try to bring fans in and help. But also on the flip side, like the actual venue and location should also do their part to help provide people to be there too. Like it's, it's a For partnership. Sure. Exactly. And anytime I've, from my experience, I've, I've found anytime we've been in situations where it didn't feel balanced or it didn't feel good with situations where either we were expected to do too much or they did too much themselves on their side of things, but then they weren't expecting anything from us. And mm. it was, we were, they didn't, and, and that's because they didn't care like the product that we were putting out. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh like, yeah. It was no, like, no, no, hey. totally with yeah, they took the lead and then they took the lead and they, yeah. but we were, we were like, we're like interchangeable with anybody else. Yeah. So if you're not having that care for us and you're like, Hey, like let's do this as a partnership together build yeah. to show up i think that's the best way it should be until totally. you're at like superstar level where it's like yeah the experience should be personalized based on who's performing that night and yeah it's the crowd that they're bringing in yeah exactly so i'm really curious and i'm sure that a lot of people listening are curious as well but tell us about you like coming up as a musician and like where it like started you told us about your first show that you did yeah. but like tell us like a brief like summary of anita hamilton how i got into music or let's do it let's do it all all right. So I guess it would have been, what is it, 2023 right now? It so is. Yeah. It was probably 2018, I'd like to say, give or take. 28. Yeah, about then. Uh, I was actually modeling. I had been traveling around quite a bit and scouted off of social media to go model. So then I was modeling at a show for Roots Canada in Vancouver and then met some people from Sony Records in Toronto. 
cool. and then ended up going to an after party because the Junos were at the same time. Oh, wow. Nice. In Toronto? No, in Vancouver. Oh, okay. They were yeah. in town. Um, so then they brought me to this after party. We all ended up singing kind of karaoke, just kind of shooting the shit. And then they were like, you know, you kind of you kind of got something like you got a really interesting voice mm-hmm. and an interesting backstory and all that kind of thing. A good look. And then they decided to invite me to go do some demos in Toronto. So I did some pop R&B kind of demos, which is interesting. because it's not at all where I ended up in the industry. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. But that's the like that's the background that they came from. So I went, tried that, realized that I don't offer any value. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is a really cool experience, though. And I fell in love with the studio and the writing process. Right. And performing I'd always loved. So I tried to go home and figure out what area of music can I really bring value? Mm -hmm. What is my story? How does my experience tie into relating to people and relating to storytelling and all that? So I ended up slowly, but surely very, very slowly. It feels like making my way into the country industry and learning and kind of learning as I go really and meeting songwriters, making my way in that way, meeting other artists, going to shows. Right. Yeah, for sure. Studying studying the industry as if it was a subject in school. It's crazy that you say that because that is something that we take so seriously and that we do day in and day out. Totally. It's, it's something that I think so many artists will talk about, but they, I mean, not it's, it's for people like us or like music nerds like us who will literally every single day dive deep into so many different (laughs) subjects that it's not normally that, well, we, wow, I forgot my words there. It's not <laughs> what we normally can talk about, like in totally. public settings or like in interviews with like yeah. CBC or like whoever else. Right. But, yep. you know, we geek out all the time about that kind of stuff because that's how you grow as a musician. I feel. 100%. Yeah, I got basically I started learning about the tech and learning about how songs are written and music theory and what key constraints are and right. looking at songs that I liked listening to and wondering, OK, how do I write something that's in a similar kind of energy to this. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Right. Have you been songwriting like for your whole life or like since like 2018? I, ha- or? I have my, I've basically been songwriting my whole life, but songwriting well, not my yeah. whole life. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I think it really started to, my songwriting started to hone in around like 2019, 2020. Cool. About two years into really, really focusing on how to do it properly yeah. and co like collaborating with other co-writers was a huge thing and learning right. from them. Yeah. Watching other artists studying songs that have done well versus songs that weren't so popular, Mm -hmm. trying to decipher those differences and the storylines. How do you write something that's relatable without being too generic? How do you bring your own energy? What is my personal message? What is my branding? How Mm -hmm. am I different as an artist? How does that sit in the marketplace? How does that tie into getting funding? And like visually, what is my brand going to look like? Right. Who is Anita Hamilton, the country music artist going to be? Yeah. When you're starting from nothing, essentially. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So. And there, it is important to have that dichotomy to, to be able to separate and know there's a difference between Anita Hamilton, the person. Yeah. From Anita, the artist. Anita Hamilton, the, the person maybe who had a decent following on Instagram because she was yeah. modeling, things exactly. like that. But then the artist herself. That's yeah. a totally third different entity. hundred mm-hmm. percent. And that branding transition was slow and kind of chaotic as well in itself. Yeah. Right. Because there was people that were upset that I was no longer modeling and I had also been in the acting industry doing some commercials and some smaller roles in film and TV. And I leaned away from that more and more to go towards music because that was my passion and my focus first Mm -hmm. and foremost. So the journey and the people who stuck with me through it all, I was really, I am still really grateful for, but also it's been exciting meeting those new fans and making those new connections with a different fan base than I started out with. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and it sounds like obviously you found the more authentic version of you. I really did. And those fans will last just no comparison. Like yeah. They'll be the real fans that will endure, 100%. right? Mm-hmm. Versus the ones that might just like you because you made one song that maybe was in their genre or they yeah. thought you were pretty or they thought you were funny in one video. Or, yeah, or they just like, saw you in it's some so pictures fleeting. somewhere. Yeah, or, exactly. And it's one yeah. of those things that constantly is be, is changing as well, right? So if mm-hmm. people truly like you for you, I think that that's where, at least for us, we see a lot of our success come from that. And that's one of the things that we've really leaned into especially in 2023, but oh, over the last like couple of years for sure, where mm-hmm. it's just like, if we aren't truly ourselves at the end of the day, then A, it's going to be so much harder putting on yeah. a different face, right? It's so much harder like telling different stories or like pretending to be somebody else. So the best version of yourself, obviously, is just going to come from inside. It's going to come from within. It really right? is. Yeah. 
No, that's really, really cool. I'm glad that you brought that up because mm-hmm. um, I, I had no clue that you were into R&B. Like, are you into R&B music? Um, a little bit. Yeah. Like, I kind of grew up listening to all kinds of different genres of music. And I came from a dance and figure skating background. So oh, I have cool. an appreciation for all kinds of genres because I was performing to yeah. all different things. Right. And through cheerleading, too, we started to get more into techno and into R&B. And those yeah. mixes were very upbeat and high speed and high energy. Yeah. So coming from having such a wide variety of influence in my background, yeah. kind of adventuring and figuring out where do I sit in this and what stories can I relate to as well. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, exactly. I grew up in like an outdoorsy family. We were active. Yeah. We we're always doing things like hunting and right. fishing and off-roading. And like I grew up in the lower mainland, but I grew up in a country family, mm-hmm. a farming family. My parents have agriculture degrees and Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Like big time. Yeah, they met exactly. in science there, class, actually, yeah, the first yeah, yeah. year. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Like, um, I'm not exaggerating here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <no>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I come yeah. from a bunch of farmers. Um, so, yeah, it was just kind of interesting because I grew up in the Lower Mainland, but then moving up to Kamloops, I really found myself. And my stories, too, and what I'm writing about has become more and more authentic to who I am and the music that I want to be writing. Right. Because I decided a long time ago that my purpose is to inspire people to take and take pride in blue collar jobs and work really hard and be proud of the life you're living. Nice. Nice. I like that. Basically, all the songs that I write kind of center on that focus. And that's basically my mission as an artist is to inspire people to be happy with the life they're living, where they come from and be proud of that. Well, I mean, country is a good genre for that, too. It's a great. (laughs) It's a great. It's it's almost like the like it is the genre to pick for that. So, yeah, it was. I kind of found my purpose while I started discovering writing and the topics that interested me and how I really brought a unique perspective to everything. So right now, the more and more we write, it's like, well, if this is our goal, what have we experienced recently? That's going to lead us there. Yeah. Right. And how do we bring that to the people? It definitely makes that direction a lot easier. A lot easier. When you have a focus of what you're actually, the story you're you're trying to tell. hundred percent. Then even if, write five straight songs that are just like garbage because yeah. that's part of the process. Then it doesn't matter because they're all still pushing you in that same direction. Yeah. And you might take one tiny little line of one verse of one song yeah. and you're like, yeah, but I really like that. Just, I hate that song. It didn't come <laughs> out good, but that okay. thing, there's right? something that with the melody or, and you might not even use the words. It might just yeah. be the melody of that one verse, but then it's, it turns into like the next great song you write. hundred percent. But if you don't have that direction on what kind of, image and what kind of story and everything am I trying to convey yeah. in my songs? You yeah. need the target Your direction in order to is. get there. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you punch something into Google Maps to get there. Well, yeah. Otherwise, you're deep. just cruising. That's, that's right. Deep. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, we've said, we've said that drive, many times. take you. Yeah, we've said it many times, yeah, on this podcast even. Like, if you don't have an actual destination, you're just driving in aimlessly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right? Like, if you drive you into Vancouver there. from Kamloops... Even I could if do it now, but there was a long, <laughs> there was a long period of time. Yeah. 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 And it's, yeah. but you need to know every turn or else you'll just end up hundred percent. You'll maybe, end up in the way. You might accidentally end up in your destination, probably but you're leaving not. it up to chance and you're probably not going to do it. Yeah. 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 You won't get exactly. there very quickly at least. That's for sure. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what we always talk about. Like you said, work, work smarter, not harder. Exactly. Right. Because if you're working hard, but you're just, you know, treading in water and you aren't actually moving anywhere, then you're, you're not getting anywhere yeah. at the end of the day, which kind of sucks. And I know that we can talk about this for <laughs> hours and hours because this is probably cool, good. But let's talk about our top fives. All right. We always have a tradition on here. Um, we prepped you on it. We did about, uh, our top five. So it's a fun thing that we, uh, we did at the beginning yeah. in the old iteration of the podcast, right. 30 plus episodes. It would yeah. just be me and you. Yeah. Um, with the occasional guest. Yeah. Now that we're going to have a guest every app, um, at least we're going to try to have one every episode. That's there's right. a special reason. Yeah. We're going to share the top fives with you guys. So Sweet. Um, on this one, John, do you want to explain what we did it as? Yeah. So this week on our top five, we are going to be doing top five country songs. Keep it as easy as that for you guys. For us, we want to make it personal, right? Like yeah. find a reason why these are our top five songs. I mean, it could be a favorite cover that you're playing. It could be one of you know, your own songs or something like that, but make it into something that you've got like a personal relation to obviously to that song. For sure. Right. Yep. I think so. Okay. That's what I was thinking as well. You're <laughs> looking at me like, ah, oh, that's not really what I said earlier, but <laughs> yeah, close enough. it's close enough to what I said. What, what, what did I miss? What did I miss? My thought was that it was top five country songs that we either 
like to cover or we would want to cover at some point. Oh, know, like cool. to perform our okay, own well, version I'll, of. I'll mind. But that's basically that. the same thing. I feel like I could do it too. Oh, that's I feel basically like any the same. of these could be a good cover. Okay, that's the me. same thing. No, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Do you guys want to go first? As opposed to just best five country songs because I could think of a few country yeah. songs that I think are brilliant songs but they're not necessarily songs I would ever want to do as an artist. Mm. So I feel like oh, okay, yeah, so this brings fair. more of the connection with us explaining why as sure. an artist. I like that. Yeah. We prefer the song. That's Does awesome. that work? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Cool. Kev, you want to kick us off? Um, I have these right in my head already. <laughs> I, I was already thinking about them. So um, my first song is uh, God Bless a Broken Road by Rascal Flatts. It's a goodie. Mm. It's be, we've never done it. Ever. And it's because it was one of the very first, it might have even been the first song I ever sang on karaoke that was an actual country song. My friend's dad was a writer on that song. No Whoa. way. Yeah. What? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy, that's so cool. <laughs> All right. Well, this that's podcast wild. just picked up. Yeah, no fact. <laughs> John, I bet you uh, don't have any of yours you mentioned. I or maybe don't. that'd be amazing if all five. That would be insane. All five that'd of yours. Insane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I love that song. Um, early on, when I was still finding my voice, I'd be doing karaoke and stuff a bunch. Um, this is post R&B version of Kevin that the podcast listeners have heard all about. But mm-hmm. so I had my own R&B origin, origin story. Um, so this is after that, but I was still trying to find myself as my own individual artist. And I would go to karaoke and everyone's like, yeah, you can hit every note of Rascal Flatts. You should try Rascal Flatts. And that was the song. It was that one. And these days, those are the two songs that I just absolutely loved. Um, I think they're both off the same album even, but um, yeah, I love that song. It's a song that I've always thought would be cool if we did a version of that. Sweet. Um, less country, more just like how we do our country songs where it yeah. feels like a loop song. It doesn't just feel yeah. like country. Yeah. But, Personalize it. Yeah. But, but we're still connecting with like the story and everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would be uh, number one. Um, number two is uh, You'll Think of Me by Keith Urban, which we Ooh, do. Love that one. I really love that song. Um I love a lot of Keith Urban songs. Keith Urban was the very first country guy that I kind of got behind and really started liking. There you go. Um, what got you into liking him? I don't. I, I just the, the I, fact I, that he's pop. <laughs> well, like, he's yeah, he's very pop like. Um, and I, I, yeah, just, I, I can't even say anything. I'm like my list is the same. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I I could hit a lot of his his notes very easily, and that again that I'm always drawn to stuff that I can sing. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, just, I, like I feel that. a connection more as a as a vocalist, right? Um, yeah, and Keith Urban, I just kind of felt like I felt, I don't know, it was just like a natural kind of, I listened to lots of different country stuff and he felt country, but it felt new, like different, right? Yeah. Which obviously is the point. That's why he was marketed and that's why he became huge. Yeah. Um, and I loved him as a guitarist and I just like, respected him as, as a musician. So yeah, he had a lot of songs that I really, really used to love, like Tonight I Want to Cry and stuff like that that were just like awesome songs that I love doing. Um, Somebody Like You is one that I used mm-hmm. to do all the time at, at uh, karaoke. <laughs> I've won competitions singing that song. We've done it with you. It's probably yeah. on your list. Um, we I'm did like a thing uh, the other day of um, know your, know your band. How well do you know your band? That was like my favorite like song. It's or your favorite like cover that. that we do in general. That, that so we it's not on like this in that list. It'll be kind of weird. Uh, it is. Okay. I need surprise, to get surprise. to know my band better. Right, yeah. <laughs> you guys are making me think. I'm like, oh, we should have bonding. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. No, it's no, it's awesome. We definitely need a team bonding night for the band. Right there you go. Yeah. Art. We have too much team bonding nights with us. Whoa. There's only two of you. I got like five. What's a hidden message? I'm sick of this guy. Well, just we spend all our time together on every trip. It's like. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, exactly. There's always something that's going on. It's cool. You're like taking a note. You're like, all right, at uh, 22 minutes, yeah. we're going to delete that kind of slamming me. No, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so so those are the first two. Um, I would. I, I mentioned this to John earlier. As like, a, so I was like, spoiler. This is going to be one of mine. When I was giving an example of what I was thinking, we should do the top five as. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I could ever do justice to doing it. But the song really means a lot to me, and it was probably the first country song I ever loved. Um, which would be actually, well, I just realized it jumped into my head that it wasn't, but mm. first non parents showing me a country song. First country okay. song I discovered on my own, which is, yeah. um, how do I live without you? How do I live by Trisha Yearwood? Do you know that song? Good song. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, um, I just, I absolutely love that song. It was in the Con Air soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Where'd it, you first hear it? In Con Air, in the movie okay. Con Air. It was <laughs> like you know, the climax of the movie. <laughs> My hummingbird, like Nicholas Cage yeah. with his kid, he saves the day, and it's like, the, "How Wicked. do I live?" Yeah. Oh, it's such a great song! It's an amazing go. song. Love it. I love that song. I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely yeah. love that song. Um, for so going back to the first country I ever heard in my life mm-hmm. was for some reason my mom was just the biggest Kenny Rogers fan growing up, and um, 
I, I love the gambler. I, I know all these songs like really well, like off by heart, but uh lady by Kenny Rogers is just, I love it. I nice. can sing the shit out of it. I've never sang it ever anywhere. I think once or twice, a couple girls over the years that have, have liked it. I've asked randomly, can you sing this at karaoke? And I'm like, sure. Nice. Um, there you go. And we've never done it, and that would be a fun one to do. That's cool. one I would absolutely. Yeah. Hey, there you go. That's one I absolutely would love doing. Um, and then the last one, my fifth one, I think that's five, that's four. Yeah, yeah, that's four. My yeah. fifth one would be. There's a lot of like I love like current Morgan Wallen stuff. I love mm-hmm. doing those. Um, Cover me up is one I love doing right oh, now. It's probably yeah. my current nice. favorite. But because I I never do it at a show without telling a story about Chris Stapleton. It would 100% have to be Tennessee whiskey. It's a goodie. And it's my number one. It's I could put that as the number one on my yeah. list for sure. Because um, just the story of him being 37 when he finally blew up. He had a whole decade of writing hits for other people. Like, yeah. Your Man by Josh Turner. That'd be on a short list of mine. You remember that one? Yeah. Maybe lock them door and turn them Am I at a live show right now? <laughs> like yeah, you just right? said that exactly like you do at shows. I do. It's yeah, so yeah. funny. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, wow. Practice muscle memory. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, I just, it's muscle, muscle memory. memory. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even realize I was saying it like I do when I talk yeah. about Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. Literally did. But um, Like, like 100% verbatim. Verbatim. Yeah. verbatim. But for anyone that's listening on the podcast that hasn't seen a show or seen me do that intro... Or, or yeah. to Tennessee whiskey. Now they they're hearing yeah, it right guys now. Guys in Ontario, live. stuff like that. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he wrote all. He wrote like over two dozen number one hits for other people before he had his first number one hit. And his first num- his first number one country hit, like on the Billboard charts, mm-hmm. was Tennessee whiskey. And it wasn't even original. It was a Not cover. Even his song. Yeah, it was yeah. a cover. It wasn't even his song. And most people don't know that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'll never get tired of singing it. I, I saw a version a few years back of like Justin Timberlake doing it with him at the um, Country Music Awards. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. And I kind of borrowed both and kind of made it my own version. And yeah. I really love how I sing it even. And yeah, I'm really, I, I love that song. And yeah. it inspires me. Like every single time at a show, I raise a glass to I get everyone in the bar to like toast, never giving up on your dreams, no matter how old you are. Because yeah. Chris Stapleton can become a superstar 10 years later, then why can't you, right? So yeah, yeah there's, my, there's my top five. I love it. Thanks, I love man. it. Yeah, I love them. Too. Anita? Oh, mine's next. Yeah, you're up next. You're not gonna go. Yeah, well, I, I've got mine ready to go. I, I say you go, and then we'll we'll let Anita. <laughs> yeah, have, yeah okay. let her have the big All moment right. at the end. I'll go next. So my top five is definitely a little bit more modern. So I'll stop. Uh, these are never in like particular order. Yes, right. let's make that clear now because because okay. I'm for sure gonna say this one's for sure my top like number one. Oh yeah, no, I always do it. I always say it, that too. it's in no particular order, but it actually okay. is. So <laughs> I know he will. He'll be like, no particular <laughs> order. My number three. So you're like that's an order, dude. Uh, so rather than thinking of it that way, from like an early boy. Okay. I remember chronological. Yeah, okay. exactly. I, I remember not really being super into country music. And okay. I think that was just like me growing up and whatever else. Mm-hmm. But I remember like when I was like, I think 15 or 16 or 14 or something like that. Um, Florida Georgia line became really, really big. Yeah. And they're, sure they're kind of country. Yeah. They're like definitely pop, but they're like pop country. So the song Cruise yep. by Florida Georgia Line, that's one that I've always kind of had in my back pocket that's like, oh, maybe country isn't that bad. And <laughs> like, it's, it really sounds like a bashing on country right no, now. No, it's but like, like a transition. It, it, it's just it's what I needed. It's the breadcrumbs you your way in. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. They're important. If you grow up in an atmosphere where everybody's a country sucks, like that's what everybody yeah. in Ontario exactly. is. Exactly. No other country when I grew up. Yeah. yeah. No one. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is like growing up in Winnipeg, like my, my buddies who lived on the outskirts of town loved country because they would go mm-hmm. like, you know, they'd off road and, and like whatever yeah. else, but they yeah. like, they'd go hunting and whatever. And I'm like, I'm just a city boy. <laughs> like, I'm not going to like, <laughs> I'm not like in love with the country. Music, city boy. Right? I'm just a city, city boy. boy. <laughs> so after that, um, I've got wagon wheel by Darius Rucker. And I've seen him play that one. Really? Yeah. That's cool. River, uh, two years ago. Oh, cool. So really this could have been a toss up between uh, wagon wheel or country roads mm-hmm. by John Denver. So that could have been either one, but I chose um wagon wheel because it's the one that i feel more people sing along to i mean Mm. everybody sings along to both of those songs but i played it for the very very first time actually at tru back in like 2017 when i was going to school there nice and i 
sang it at like an open mic and it was the first time that every single person in the bar was singing along to a song that I was singing. And I was like, what the hell is going on? It's like, a feeling, like, isn't it? It, it, was, it, was, it was crazy. And yeah. that, like I said, that was like 2017, 2018. And then I'm like, I'm hooked. Yeah. Like, what, oh, yeah. Whatever happens next, it doesn't matter. But like, I know that that's going to happen again. And <laughs> fortunately it has. So it's cool when people are singing along to your own songs. I think that that's definitely cool. And then you did what with both of those songs? You mashed them up. I mashed them up. That's did why you they're, know? Yeah. Oh yeah, we do, a, we, do a mashup with, we do a mashup with those two and live like you were dying. That's gonna be awkward yeah. because I also sing Country Roads in my set. So. Well, you said that I, I I heard that, but Country Roads and Wagon Wheel mash them up together, and then it's a maybe we'll have to. That'll be our transition. Maybe we'll plan a collab to like swing through the sets or something. No, that'd be good. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Awesome. Uh, the next one up on my list is something that you mentioned earlier there, Kev, which is somebody like you mm-hmm. that, like I said, no particular order, but I really, really like that one. That was a lot of fun to play. I love looping it. Like it's yeah. a really, really cool loop that is so unique and different from the song. And I know that you're kind of like over the song because you've done it so many times and like so many times. Yeah, exactly. But it's one of the ones that I'm like, always enjoying playing yeah. i always just love playing that song i that I, really I mean cool. i love it dude don't get me wrong it, and it's fun it's just so much energy to it and the way you loop it is fantastic yeah yeah it's really really that. good yeah. thank you yeah so that one's on there and then the last two that i got on my list are wasted on you morgan wallen nice last night morgan wallen so those Big two morgan songs wallen guy I, I like morgan wallen he does did I, you go to his I, show? what's that did you go to his show i did not i did not have six hundred dollars for I was in the nosebleeds. Yeah. Yeah. Was it awesome though? It was awesome. We were behind the stage. I could barely see anything, but I'm like the back of your head looks real cute. (laughs) The bald bald back of his head was like shaved at that time. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was October. October was was the show. Baby, please grow it back out. But like, we'll take what we can get. Yeah, $500 USD later. Wow. (laughs) Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. I don't have that kind of money. I'm like, I'll see Ed Sheeran and then I'm I'm set for like five years. Yeah, I called him sick to work for three days. Nice. You probably needed it. for the, for the well, no, I had to get down there and get back. Yeah. yeah, get down there, get back, make sure I saw. Yeah, it is a three-day trip. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I also slid in his DMs, tried to invite him to the bar after he didn't respond. <laughs> did he read it? So weird. At least he did. Okay, that's good. At Maybe least. Yeah. one day he'll. At least he didn't. Yeah. My message. It'd be different if he left you unread. Higher on the priority. I would have felt really, really proud if he even read it. Honestly, if he'd gone just to read it, just to be left unread by Morgan Wallen, oh, it would have been. Would have been excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As she takes a drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she, oh. she's like, and what time are we going to the bar tonight, guys? I yeah. really need another drink. I need another drink. <laughs> yeah, I might need one or two. I need something stronger than Jaeger. <laughs> Sweet. All right, buddy. That that's, was good. that's my five. That's, that's my five. five. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Actually, I don't even have any Morgan Wallen on mine, surprisingly. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's all right. Let's hit it's it. It's all right. All okay. Right, so my number, or I guess in no particular order, but the first one on my list is here for the party, Gretchen Wilson. Great song. Great song. It's one of the ones that I grew up in, grew nice. up listening to and grew up with. And I guess it was my first introduction really to what my producer calls a lipstick song, mm. um, which is the kind of song that girls get ready to and dance around and put their makeup on. Oh, oh cool. Smart. So, nice. Yeah, I used to watch my mom and her friends listen to that song and then get ready. And so then naturally wow. I did the same thing. And, and then, then yeah. Now, all summer, last summer, we opened our set list with it. Oh, cool. Which oh, cool. super, super cool. That's nice. really yeah, kicked awesome. it off with a bang. And yeah, it's yeah. a strong song to start with. Yeah. So now we've actually, for the 20 or for 2023 into 2024, we're going to put it a little later on in the set list and kind of switch up. But do you hit the big note? I do. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> not one. even warm enough to do it. What's going on right now? Either. Yeah. yeah. Like, was, <laughs> not going to try right now. <laughs> but, uh, yes. That oh, that's one. cool. That's awesome. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. Yeah. And then my next one would be Wait in the Truck by Hardy. And I guess Lanny Wilson's on that with him. Awesome. But I don't yeah, know that the one, one as much. Um, it's talking about like an abusive relationship and they did it at the CMAs. I think not this year, but the year before. Oh, cool. Yeah. And nice. they did a really, really cool performance with it. And the music video is beautiful. It's one of those songs where you just listen and like you feel like your gut. Nice. Right. Turning. Love songs like that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hardy really blew up really quick. He really did. Yeah. And that was one of his big ones. One nice. His first big ones. So cool. that was cool. I love it. Because he's another one of those ones that wrote for a lot of other people. Yes. He wrote for himself. And mm-hmm. So seeing him write for himself and really connect to his own material is really, really cool to me. Yeah. And it's a fun one for singing and singing in the car. And yeah. Yeah. It's a good duet. Nice. Uh, next up would be Doing This by Luke Combs. Um kind of in the long adventure of becoming a musician. Sometimes you're like, it's not going as quick as I thought it was going to, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I honestly wouldn't trade it for the world. Yep. Yeah. Like, 
those who do it know what else would we be doing with our lives? Right. Yeah, exactly. you're just going to sit there at any other job and exactly. go, I couldn't not. It's that yeah. desire to like fail doing, trying doing something you love. Exactly. Then succeed yeah. doing something that's making you it's miserable, like, right? Yeah. And what really is failure? I mean, it's all subjective. Absolutely it is. And it's also, it's like while you're making it, yeah. doing everything all at once and funding yourself and paying to record your songs and doing your promo yeah. and getting up at six in the morning to make sure your posts are lined up for the day right. before you do your nine to five. And you realize and then, that you're literally everything to the manager. <laughs> you're, you're the songwriter, yep. you're yep. your own yep. man, like label, you're you everything. everything. And yeah. you're studying and you're yeah. learning about legal contracts so that you know what you're signing when you sign it. Yep. And, and you don't get screwed over later. And, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool wearing all the hats, but Hey, there you that's go. something that we used to talk about all the time on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wearing, yeah. wearing different hats, wearing every yeah. single hat yeah. until you can afford to not wear every single. Yeah, hat. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was kind of a cool song for me because when he put it out, I was like, I really connect with this. Nice, nice. like this feels like me. So it's one that I'd love to cover someday. Nice, haven't love yet, it. but would yeah. love to in the future. Yeah. Um, my next one is this one's for the girls, which was me and my mom's like car karaoke song growing up yeah nice. it's another old so, yeah. yeah i and the weirdest thing about it is um she describes like different life stages that women go through mm-hmm. and i remember being the first one and then being the second one. Oh wow and the older i get the more i'm like oh now i'm this now yeah, i'm that yeah. she right. was Kinda, right all along she was right all along like right on the mark every That's single so cool. time That's awesome. yeah wisdom yeah wisdom and like it's a little freaky <laughs> it's freaky yeah. in like a cool way because i'm nice. like wow you're really writing music that yeah all these generations connect to yeah and then witnessing it generation by generation right i'm like this is super super cool nice so that's one i'm like i'd love to cover all the songs in the world but mm-hmm. yeah the i mean any of these would be super cool to cover um but yeah that'd be a fun one to sing with my mom Oh, Love that'd it. be so cool. Yeah. I actually nice. brought my parents on stage last summer when I played Canada Day and I was at Music in the Park in Kamloops. Oh, nice. cool. Yeah. Nice. Sang Country Roads with them. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. There you go. So that was a goodie. That must my dad, be such a cool moment for them too. It was. My dad yeah. used to sing that as a, like a kind of a nursery rhyme to me and my brothers. Oh, wow. So oh, that's sweet. It was kind of cool to flip the script and be like, okay, cool. Come on up here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. your fault. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. I did the musical scene in me when I was like three and. Can they sing? Are they good singers? Yeah, they're both good singers. Really cool. My dad played piano all the way through to university level. My mom nice. was in choir her whole life. She still That's sings awesome. the church choir. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Whole family's been musical. It's uh, going to be yeah. an interesting Christmas going home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like no a, kidding, hey? A little choir of her own. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> whole extended family. Yeah. That sounds um, like my family, actually. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Exact same. I love yeah, it. It's crazy. Our families should hang out sometime. Right? <laughs> yeah. All sing well, together. John, you were recently telling stories of like sleeping and oh you need music to this day and yeah like i'll fall asleep with like music music. yeah because i my mom is a piano teacher all the way up until like i was like 12 or 13 or something like that so me falling asleep because she would teach until like 11 o'clock at night yeah so you'd listen to the music and now you do just be what i fell asleep to right so so now even if we're on like a road trip if we were in the same hotel room (laughs) he would be have like his headphones in just listening to music yeah I always thought it was because I snored, and <laughs> but now I know the truth. <laughs> on road trips, you mean? On on road yeah, trips? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like on loops road trips and stuff. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um. So my last one, number five, I guess in no order, is my favorite karaoke song of all Ooh, time. Wow. Which is "Before He Cheats" by Carrie Underwood. Ooh. It's one of those ones. It's always like a good said, one. Everyone sings along, and that's right. That was yeah. my mom's favorite song of there all time growing up. So what makes me really happy to hear that is that. <laughs> So I used to host karaoke Did you? back before I was a cop and back like before I was doing music full time and all this whole different life. But back in Ontario, I hosted it for a couple of years with a buddy. And I, I, I hated that song at one point because every girl wanted to sing it. There wasn't a karaoke mm-hmm. night that went by yeah. where someone didn't try and no one was ever awesome at it. So the best part of that answer is that you would actually like. I kind of slay. To anyone that, anyone that doesn't know any better, they'd be like, oh my God, this is incredible. And then someone yeah. like me that, that would hear the first couple notes of like, give me a break. And then yeah. you crush it because I know you'd crush it. And it would just make me so happy. Like I'd be like, this is yeah. awesome. Okay, yeah. finally, finally someone. That one it, and right? Hotel California are like my go-to karaoke songs. That's awesome. Well, I, yeah. I think that we just found out the songs that I needed singing tonight. 
Yeah, oh, no God. doubt. There we go. Well, we do yeah. Hotel California on piano. Yeah. Oh, do so you? Well, we, we had could, uh, we had two guys last week who were we, almost we, in tears that we didn't play Hotel California. Yeah. They come out we every might single have week. To do it this week. They come out every single week, and they're super dedicated supporters. Yeah. And stuff like that. So it would almost be. Well, we're doing it tonight. Yeah. It would almost so, be a crime if we yeah. didn't. No, That's now, right. now exactly. it's destiny. Now we got it. There. It's, yeah. it's destiny. Now, and by the time we actually do the intro for this later, we might even yeah. be able, we'll just tell what happened. Like, oh, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. At the end, at the end, we talked about it. Never yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. A random guy yeah. walked in and was like, I'm the head of uh, A&R for Universal and I want to sign both of your acts. Yeah. Wow. You never Thanks, know Mr. when you're going to meet someone Aren't from Universal. Just one act though and then we all just start screaming. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, what? <laughs> we'll just go at it together. Yeah, yeah. Sure, we are now. There we, there we go. Exactly, right? That's so cool. I'm so glad that we were able to talk about these top fives. Me too. It's, it sucks that it's got to be a shorter podcast today, but we've got things that we got to do. We got busy, yeah. busy stuff. We, we have got to uh, go be our own A&R. And you're, before, so you are going to hear this. We'll, we'll get to yeah. the song. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, yeah, let's uh, really quickly take a minute just to the biggest, I mean, beyond the fact that we wanted to do one of these with you anyways. Totally. Um, we're doing this by, with, with design and purpose. Yep. You'll be hearing this episode before New Year's Eve. So yeah, exactly. Let's uh, together, the three of us, let's give the people listening, if you are in the Kamloops area and you don't have your New Year's Eve plans, Anita, why should they come to uh, Commodore? And Camera, yeah, right, right there. there. Yeah. It's rolling. They should come to Commodore to see us perform on New Year's Eve. New Year's We're Eve. We're going to rock the house. You'll hear us from the streets. You'll hear us inside. And we can't wait to have you there. You're going to get two acts that are TBD. TBD. <laughs> they TBD. are playing tonight we'll know to them compete. After tonight, yeah, for sure. And and we already have a short list. There's only two people we already have. If if no one showed up tonight, they're going to be fantastic. So yep. Yep. we already know there's a minimum. And if two people come that are better, then cool. It's even, even better. better. There we go. Um, exciting. So they're going to be great. You're going to get 45 minutes with an amazing Anita Hamilton. Yep. Um, and you're going to get probably about an hour and a half-ish of loops. Yeah. And then I think we're going to do a couple things together just yep. to make it super fun. So yep. we're determined to make it like the best spot on New Year's Eve in the entire Kamloops region. Um, We're yeah. excited to rock I'm your socks off. Yeah. Absolutely, we are. Ring in the New Year. This was super, super cool. Before we say goodbye, let us know about the song that you have chosen that you want to share with all of the people out there. Yeah. Which chosen song? Your Did song. you mention it to her? Song. Did you your give song. her a heads up on this before? No, I, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we can always edit this part out. That's I think okay. we should. I, no, I think we definitely think keep we this keep here. <laughs> I vote two to one. Raise your hand if you want to keep it in. Surprise well, question. Two to one. What am I answering? So basically, so this is basically just me moment. fucking up. Everybody gets to see John. That's okay. Hey, you know what, John? Okay. You handled it with class and grace. Right, you, did. you know what, guys? Cheers to John. Fuck it up and handling it like a champ and keeping it in. There you go. Hey, we all tap. It all comes full circle. So basically, in summary, each episode, we used to do a thing where we would have new music song of the week mm. and we would pick a song by a random artist and we would talk about it. Yep. We decided with having a guest on every episode, um, it is Diary of an Indie Band. So it's not only our diary, but it's sharing your diary, too. For sure. So we want each artist that comes on to promote a song of theirs. If they don't have one, then it's different. But you happen to have a song I that I think do. I could already probably pick the easy song for you. But that's right. You tell what us about I think you would probably do uh, 50 Yard Line, I your would. newest single. That's the one that I, I was would. thinking. It's an awesome song. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want to steal your thunder. Tell us about the song. Tell us the origin of it. Tell us why people should listen to it. Yeah. And we're going to play out. They'll hear the entire song. Though we're going to play it out. Love and if it. you like it, though, share the links to it. Yes. All that Please go hit stuff. the links because just don't listen to it 50 times in a row on the podcast as much as we would love the listens. It doesn't and the help streams. with the metrics. It doesn't do anything, but it will really help Anita if you go listen to it, share it, put it on your stories, add it to playlists. We can't tell you how much that helps independent so artists. Much. It really does. So tell us about 50 Yard Line. Yeah. So 50 Yard Lines is a high school love story turned breakup song about dating a football player. For those of you who've followed me before, um, you probably saw my adventurous relationship dating a football player. Didn't quite work out as well as Taylor Swift's, but uh, <laughs> it definitely turned into some great songs for me. So 50 Yard Lines is an exciting story about really falling in love hard for the first time and then having it all fall apart for seemingly kind of stupid reasons and what that heartbreak feels like. You know, in, in all honesty, there's a very real chance that you're writing Taylor Swift's 50-yard line song Ooh. before she has I, a chance to. Because or or unless, maybe, she doesn't. maybe she just doesn't. Maybe, oh, maybe they say together. Will you? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, they're gonna, I thought you meant like just she just they'll break up and she won't write no, a song oh, about oh, no, Are you kidding? <laughs> she this must, she's already written no, half no, of them just in case. The other way. I'm just like, this is the one that is finally here to stay. Yeah. You know what? That'd be awesome. And I'd be so she's going to write a song about him regardless then. We'll finally get a happily. already written them. She probably has her masterpiece, Happily Ever After, and she's just going to sub out the name 
name of the guy with yeah. whoever she'd yeah, yeah. This one. she wrote that one when she was 15 she's holding on to this thing <laughs> forever yeah yeah that's true that's it's true like love story the edited version love story yeah 50 yeah. yard line love story <laughs> yeah Cool. All right. Well, um, awesome. I love it. I've heard it a bunch of times already. It's fantastic. Hell yeah. yeah. It's an exciting one, too, because it was one of the first ones that I really got to play acoustically live by myself nice. without the full band. Awesome. And then hearing it with the full band and hearing it all come together. And now people are really connecting with it online. And I got to partner with the local football team here. Sponsored mm-hmm. hoodies. I saw the, that. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. The collaboration hoodies yeah. with our entire junior football yeah, team. That's so cool. So they wore my merch, co-branded with their own logos. All smart. Good, good yeah. business too. Super fun. Yep. Got to yep. put out some press about it. Did some interviews and awesome. got some content to the team running around in that and performed some anthems for them and a tailgate show and yeah. Partnerships are good for yeah, uh, before great. we kick to it. But yeah. for everyone watching and listening, the people that are steps behind because we yeah. always say we always say our, we, our motto is like we don't have any answers mm-hmm. we're learning oh, yeah. but if we can give any wisdom or, or our, show yeah. our mistakes we made along the way it took us way too deep into the game to realize how much other businesses and other companies in and, and just in your community yeah, yeah just they'll be more than willing to team up with you if you yeah. show the initiative 100%. just to present ideas we yeah. had three days literally in a row over the course of one weekend oh, yeah, exactly where we did it's content boom, that boom, boom. we did, yeah. got a free round of golf just to make a content of it and yeah, talk exactly. all about it digital but that's golf, the things that free haircuts yeah. i mean that's like just what we do but right? but it's smart it's, right it's, and it's awesome. the same thing yeah. everybody benefits so one yeah. hand washes yeah. the other right thousands so, of people yeah. got to watch me perform which is a super cool opportunity exactly. connected with not only that team, because he played for that team at one point, but just in general. <laughs> You're like, I actually just did it out of spite. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was just. He thought, he thought it was out of spite, quite literally. He, the, he blocked me on social media so that wow. he wouldn't have to watch any of it. Oh, wow. He's like, I refuse. Okay, on a scale of, of zero to 100, only between the three of us and the millions yeah. of people hopefully will watch this podcast <laughs> one day. What, uh, what would you say on a scale of zero to 100 percentage was spite? <laughs> Be honest. This is a circle of trust. Initially, None. Okay. By the time it all rolled out, probably a good 73%. Oh my God. Oh, I, was, I thought 73? we would get to like a 25 or something. Yeah. 73 is, yeah. that's a dominant wow. level of spite by nope. the end. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Hey, that's okay. Taylor Swift has a world tour, hey. era's tour by a lot of spite. Yeah. I mean, it's just you know funny what? to and watch. Ed Sheeran it made shows some spite. that you're passionate. I think that that's Sorry. the way that we can spin this. That's just like, you're yeah. just passionate about what you're talking about. And it right turned now. into a lot of amazing future songs. So I'm also nice. excited for my fans to see yeah. the story roll out. The evolution. There you go. The evolution. Yeah. It's like, it, it was, it was just like, going to be a single song and now i've got a i've got a 20 song full-length well, album i mean the song was written before we broke up oh god that was the you irony taylor swift that is taylor this, swift. That was literally circling irony. back it was like, preloaded <laughs> and i didn't have to switch out the names yeah I, well there's no name in it luckily in this one um I, rena- this one is I did rename him in a different song there is other songs that refer to that relationship and other things that happened in it but. she's like wait till you hear my next song it's literally called spite no. <laughs> and it's there's a banger a, it's a banger a handful, yeah. but yeah no this one it was interesting because I had played it for him. I wrote it or like I started working on it in the first year that I was in that relationship because it was the first time I was dating a football player and yeah. entered into that kind of American perspective. Yeah. And I was like, this is so cool because now I can relate to a whole new audience. Oh, yeah. That, right. That's a whole world for a lot of teenage oh, yeah, girls exactly. growing yeah. up in like a little town, Texas, where exactly. it's literally mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights yeah. in real life there. And it's like that's Every the week. whole world yeah. is... And then, yeah, and I grew up as a cheerleader, and yeah, I competed to a world championship level yeah. three times. Yeah. So, so you were just like you were right on. You were I in that was world. right in the forefront, yeah. but I never had a football team. Wow! I yeah. never yeah. knew anyone that played football growing up because I was surrounded by hockey families and yeah. hockey well, guys. It's Canada, right? Everybody's it's Canada. So, yeah, yeah, hockey so first, right? Down where I was, there wasn't that many football players. So moving up here, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Now I can learn about a new sport. Absolutely, and then understand all those references that mm-hmm. I had no experience with before. So kind of diving into that world was super, super cool. And I'm like, oh my God, we can write a song. You're like, I get it now. It all <laughs> makes it. sense now. It all makes yeah, exactly. sense. Like, yeah. I'm like, I know what the 50 yard line is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very symbolic. Yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 Awesome. It's like, this is a whole new world. And so like diving into that and now getting to share that with audiences. And I like watching football now. Yeah. It's the best. Like, there you ironically go. I'd probably watch football over hockey now which my parents can never hear about but I mentioned about how you came on they're and gonna sang listen and then they listen to the whole thing and then they're like oh, 
they're gonna listen when I'm home for Christmas. We were so yeah, happy to yeah, shake their head a lot because we're gonna have a video version, so you guys, guys can all like yeah. circle around like the fireplace and like, yeah, and just right watch it together. Just watch the whole. <laughs> They'll just they're so happy. Damn it! Throw the bottle of wine against the wall. This is ruined, Anita. It's over. Anita, thank you so much for coming on to our podcast. Thanks. We are so happy that we have you on. Um, new Year's is going to be amazing. Gonna be so um, you know what? We'll uh, in the new year we'll we'll do another one of these. I think too. yeah, I'd love it'll be to. even better. Go. We'll we'll take yeah. even more time. It will be so there much go. fun. We'll dive into it. Yeah, dive and into um, it. love it. Yeah, for now. Uh, thanks for having us. No, thank sorry. You. Thanks for. <laughs> I was going to say thank you for having you me. Go. Thanks for the what? <laughs> the power dynamic in this uh, in this conversation is flipped upside down. The power of Anita Hamilton. Yeah, I know. Now we'll just thanking you. Thanks for hosting our podcast for us, Anita. Right? No, yeah, we we really appreciate you coming on. Cheers. Cheers. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's have an awesome New Year's, guys. Enjoy fifty yard lines. Um, it's amazing. Play it out right now. Play it yeah. out. Make a TikTok with it. Oh, I'm yeah, looking for the next TikTok trend actually for it. Oh yeah, and I'm going to do, be doing a hoodie giveaway for. Can I give you, Can I give you an idea? Yeah, can I give you a hoodie? Sure. Okay. I would. I will. I'll, I'll, no, for real. I'll wear a hoodie. And they're actually in my truck right now. Sick. Like you I, have, I, I brought, I brought them for now. you guys. I'll wear it tonight. I'll, I'll wear it at New Year's. Yeah. Sick. Love. So this could be a really cool trend because yeah. I try to think of trends for our songs all okay, the time cool. too. We just our social media is like twenty seven hundred, and he just got like over twelve thousand. So she has more reach than we do. If I was as funny as you guys, I don't even know I'd have. One. We're pretty damn yeah, funny. I, I have all. It's all that we got. We've talked about this before. Trust me, we we were like we 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 probably cost ourselves two years like I do, and I had a humor sense right you guys too. <laughs> hey my hair is pretty damn awesome it yeah. is I don't pretty know if damn you awesome damn. <laughs> damn. so this is my this is what the tiktok could be this yeah, is my okay. idea to close this out Give it to i me. think you get girls to show picture collage of mm. them with their boyfriend or their the love of their life yeah. on the 50 yard line and, like then, and it's just literally a little collage just, little just collage. with like a 15 second yeah. you get the hot hook of the song or, or sometimes it's the bridge like whatever yeah, your yeah. favorite part of the song is you use that so you get a dozen friends of yours cheerleaders at TRU yeah. each cheerleader get get a boy or their, their previous boyfriend if they got pictures show who's your 50 who's your 50 yard go. line and then boom yeah. boom boom just quick little collage pictures that. sound bite done boom there we go if that works uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If only I could be this successful with it with us. I'm like, Jesus, way to <laughs> just go. Just call just me like, when you guys all those ideas. ideas. We'll just like <laughs> exactly. We're going to bounce. We're, yeah. We're, yeah, there we go. Love it. Cool. That's what we do. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, it's so been a slice. And we will see you guys next week. Enjoy 50 Airlines and uh, peace. peace. See you guys on New Year's. Bye. Bye.